0: Welcome to the cult of comics.
1: I guess we can get started from there, can't we? I can- <laughs> cult of comics podcast if you've never been on the show before this is a comic book media podcast and today is sunday uh october 31st it's halloween it's spooky season halloween halloween it's been a couple of weeks since we've done the comic book club episode we've been all kind of slammed with various different things me with school uh josh with life and being a father and you know being on vacation and sean has just not really i
0: i haven't moved since our last episode
1: you just stayed exactly right there collection of urine and feces just building up around you like the wall yeah like like i've got about barriers yeah
0: i've got like about 40 soda bottles like the big ones just filled with urine
1: what do you do with the poop
2: a regular modern day howard hughes Oh God!
1: For those of you who don't know, Howard Hughes was a very famous man who uh, actually had a movie made about him, called The Aviator, starring uh, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, that's him. Yes, yes. No, no. Gilbert Grape was Johnny Depp. Yes. What? But he was in Gilbert Grape.
0: Yeah, but he played the younger brother. The question. Who was named Arnie? Arnie. That
1: wasn't Gilbert Grape.
0: Johnny Depp was Gilbert Grape.
1: But here's my question: Did we ever find out what was eating him?
0: <laughs> Probably cancer. crippling
1: depression. Makes sense. I figured it was his fat mother. I thought that was the joke.
0: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he was just slowly uh, being absorbed into one of her folds.
2: Like an angler. <laughs> come here, Johnny. <laughs> you know for a fact that she's just sitting. There, come here, you guys, Come here. <laughs>
0: I bet she drank diet soda. What
2: the fuck does that have to do with anything? Is that like a... Is that a stereotype in the UK? Like, oh, I bet they drink diet cola and...
0: No, it's just... You, you never see a skinny person drinking diet soda.
1: Thanks. Sure you do. I like diet coke. It's my favorite one. I don't like Coca-Cola. No,
2: it's I don't like diet...
1: What is it with British people and Coca-Cola?
2: They just want to be American.
0: Just, yeah. Sean's a one of yes. nice. How many cans has... do you drink a day? Not a lot. Mm. I have maybe like three cans a week.
1: Ooh. Okay, that's, that's better than what I thought. How it was much do be? you pay yeah.
2: for a 12-pack?
0: I buy a six-pack and it's like three pounds.
2: Jesus Christ. That's expensive. That's
0: probably. I don't pack? really drink. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I won't pay more than three dollars. We've got for a, a
0: sugar pack. tax. We've got a sugar tax on drinks of high sugar in the UK.
1: We do too, as well. Well, yeah. in my state, we do at least. Yeah.
0: But yeah. A few years ago, I just cut down on soda a lot, and now I just mainly drink water. Water. It's the,
1: it's it's, water. it's best. To, oh, water. It's best to not drink too much of that stuff. Back when my yeah. dad. Uh, first, quit drinking. He was drinking diet I remember Pepsi you telling me. Stop. Yeah. It was a very weird substitute. It was uh, very intense. It, uh, it led to a lot of stomach uh, lining issues, which is not yeah, the first time I've heard I about that.
0: mainly only drink soda now with, like, as a mixer when I go out drinking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Me too. But, like, even then, I feel heavy afterwards. I don't know.
0: Yeah. At home, though, I just tend to drink water mainly. Water.
1: I, um,. Water. I've mostly just been drinking wine, coffee, and water lately. I definitely need to be drinking a lot more water. I
0: just drink vodka straight out of the bottle.
1: I mean, I do that too. It's not, like, not that big of a deal. Yeah. What kind of vodka, though? Are you looking? What are you looking at?
0: Alexa's talking about vodka. I don't know what <laughs> word I said that set her off. but You drink uh,
2: Popov, Kamchatka...
0: We don't have pop-off. It's normally Smirnoff.
2: Smirnoff? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's just the cheapest. Yeah. Grey Goose is quite nice. Mm.
1: Grey Goose is okay. I don't know. It's
0: it's very smooth.
1: Yeah. The more Russian, the better. That's my answer. You
2: get Tito's? No. No. I always think Tito's was supposed to be like tequila.
1: It's so smooth, but it also is just so Texan. It just doesn't even... It's so expensive for what it is. I just don't see the point yeah. in spending the amount of money that they request for a know. bottle of it vodka. Was like a
2: few years ago, people were just going crazy over Tito's.
1: Yeah, but that's because like there's always some promotional bullshit going on. You remember that whole period where bacon was literally in everything? They put bacon yeah. in soap and then their donuts and milkshakes and
0: yeah.
2: Fucking you guys do uh, toothpaste, vodka, and Red Bull.
0: Yeah, but I don't really drink Red Bull.
1: Yeah, I don't mind Red Bull. I don't know. My friends
0: will is like is occasionally buy Jäger bombs. Jaeger bombs. And Jager I bombs. I used to be able to drink them very very easily, but that now the smell the just zone. makes me gag. Yeah. Uh, you see I,
2: the, uh, black I remember
0: I went awesome. out for a friend's birthday, and he was out with some friends beforehand, and I got there about midnight, mm-hmm. stone sober. I just like sat down and did twelve Jaeger bombs in a row, without I even hesitating. That. There's God, a though. video of me somewhere on some social media of me just downing twelve Jaeger yeah. in a row, without at flinching.
2: The, and the now of, the smell
0: uh, just makes me gag.
2: Yeah, at then... the end of one year of school, uh, the guys I knew lived at one of the houses down on campus. They were leaving and they didn't want to like haul all their alcohol with them, so they just handed me like a box of like random odds and ends of all different kinds of liquors and whatnot so one night i had a bunch of friends over and we were just going through that and when we got done with that we had a bottle of 151 and we just started fucking around with that making up just the nastiest things we're like oh hey we got this coconut let's cut this coconut in half and just mix like 151 and coconut juice coconut water Mm.
1: I uh, just witnessed this video of this guy taking a really interesting mixer. Uh, he said he he suggested that if you end up making it, that it ha- it's basically going to be a jungle juice in a lot of way. But oh, it's, something really let, yeah, it's something you really got to let yeah something you got let sit for a little while. You take freshly sliced um, berries and like watermelon. oranges and um he didn't put any watermelon in it um hmm. he used mostly clear liquor so like vodka um i think that there was a little bit of tequila in it but i don't usually, i wouldn't mix vo- vodka and tequila myself personally Rum. but
2: um yeah a 190 yes. ever clear
1: yeah 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 um mix all those together and then uh put in just a smidge of like kool-aid oh we uh, do like
2: uh hawaiian punch and sprite
1: See, you can do that too yeah yeah um you let it sit there for like a week and it's like this gigantic like 10 gallon yeah. bin like you gotta let sit yeah uh because otherwise it just doesn't work you know you gotta let it really soak in there and and i don't know if it's considered marinating but basically it's marinating the, the, alcohol, the alcohol gets
2: kind of absorbed into the fruit and then you eat the fruit. yeah you can't even taste the alcohol
1: yeah 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 and then the uh alcohol is also kind of like uh taking the acidity and then causing it to spread throughout the alcohol as well so you're getting a lot of that yeah. flavor as well i mean you've
2: basically made like a very strong sangria
1: yeah that's essentially the idea yeah which i'm honestly tempted to do but i just haven't decided to actually spend yeah. the 150 dollars to actually do that
2: can you get the 190 ever clear out by you guys
1: um, I haven't been able I haven't seen Everclear in a store in years. And honestly the big reason why is because there's I don't know if you ever heard of the rumor about that kid who uh who pounded down Everclear and died from it. I've heard yeah. various different No, I yeah, I've had friends that.
2: that like, you know, take a shot or a double shot of Everclear and it's like, Hey dude, you got like thirty minutes to get home.
1: Yeah. There's that there's that joke. There was a a rumor about a kid who uh I don't know why this was the case, I, and I don't really understand like where this came into the ethos, into the zeitgeist. There was a uh, rumor about a kid who was drinking uh, by taking the bottles and then putting them up his butt and then turning himself upside down. And that <laughs> spread for a while. And I, yeah. I, literally. And I think that that mostly sped be- spread around, bec- no pun intended, uh, spread around because <laughs> of the... Sean <laughs> uh, just got it. Uh, because of the uh, uh, analgesics that's not the, that's not what that word means <laughs> i'm the just using effect. that word here no it's it was the uh, up, uptick of people using heroin uh anally mm. uh and there was a higher report of people doing that i don't know if people just kind of got things mixed around uh I don't know. or
0: there was also uh, of course the south park episode where the residents of a town proceeded to shove food up their anus
1: oh yes And then out about them that. Out. yeah 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 um there was apparently an uptick recently in uh, the Pacific Northwest and apparently in Canada as well, where people are taking MDMA anally. Uh, and it's, for some reason, it makes that butts really happy. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. It uh, they did a study. Sing. Yeah. They did a study to, that made, uh, to see like how people were taking their drugs. And that was one of the things. And they're like, why are people taking it anally? And it's just like a really weird h- headline for an article. <laughs> nor yeah. nor uh what did they say slavs use uh uh inhale through the nostril and uh, americans do it through the butt and it was just like well that's quite a lot didn't need to read that when i first woke up this morning thank you very much anyways what were we talking about this is a comic book podcast we're supposed to talk about comic books and it's like instead of anal butt chugging and everything but anyways we can talk about some comic books it's been a couple of weeks what do we want to talk about first guys
0: what you should do is do like a keg stand and like go on your hands and while you're doing that taking it through the mouth you have someone just insert a bottle of vodka into your anus
1: i mean that sounds so like
0: you're, you're just getting my... it from both directions time yeah, is used to I mean, that... in both holes though
1: i am actually thank you very much for noticing so what do we want to talk about first
2: I guess we could talk about House of Slaughter number one.
0: Yeah, let's go right into it. I'm very disappointed this wasn't scripted by Tynan.
2: Uh Oh, it's not?
0: It's plotted by Tynan, scripted by Tate Bromble, who won an Eisner, or or it is at the end. He either won an Eisner or was nominated for an Eisner for his Barbalian run. Is that the Uh, title? He
1: was nominated for it.
0: Nominated. Yeah. Um and it's illustrated by Chris Sheehan, whose artwork fits in perfectly with the main series of oh, some yeah, I wouldn't of children, be it the Because this is the spin off of that. I you mean know, the it very
1: clearly is yeah, the colouring is the thing that really brings them together.
0: And the colour palette and yeah. But okay. the pencils are very similar.
3: Mm.
1: I'm gonna disagree just because it, this feels more of like a very feminine structure if, for
0: things yeah
2: reminds me of the art for uh dark blood do you see that
0: show i i can see that yeah
2: or at least maybe like the last page that that coloring with the shadowing
0: I um, looks like the comic. yeah i do kind of see that similarity
2: mm. so uh having not actually read uh something is killing the children i've only read like the first issue of that uh, are there certain things I'm not going to pick up on or miss?
0: Um well the first thing I should probably say, spoiler alert for the main series, is this character we're exploring, Aaron Slaughter, is dead in the main series.
2: I think you I've heard you mention that before. Yeah,
0: he dies maybe ten issues in, he shows up yeah. and helps Erica.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I he you mentioned there it's he is weird a... that they were doing this series.
0: Yeah. But in that, he is a professional and he's kind of a bit dismissive of Erica and how she's handling stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting to see here how close he is with her and, and how... He's only yeah, he's a novice. Those,
2: he's only saying yes, close true. he is. They don't actually interact at all.
0: No. But I think it's, he's an interesting character in this. Mm-hmm. I didn't really find him particularly interesting in the main series, but yeah, they're building him up to be an interesting character now. Okay. What so Tyler, did you read this?
1: Yeah, I did. Um oh. I I I mean, I've read the first trade of uh something is killing the children. I guess um I mean I didn't know that this character was uh dead by issue ten, so
0: that's a guesstimate he dies in the later half of the first fifteen issues.
1: It, it's it's fine i'm not yeah. i'm not mad about it um but i will say i i don't know i think it's just interesting that the development here kind of feels more about well not more it, it feels like it's equal parts uh backstory and origin kind of of uh this main character whose name escapes me and the organization aaron
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and well, this uh, is very much world building
1: yeah and, and mm, i can see yeah. that it feels a lot like um some of the black hammer stuff that i've seen like in from the world of blah 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 that yeah. kind of thing um but i i will say that i think that this artwork is compared to the uh main series one at least is It's okay. I think that the coloring is the thing that makes it better. Uh, I think that there's a very obvious reason why this sold out at a distributor level, and I can very clearly see why this series continues to be such an incredibly successful uh, franchise. But um, I kind of see what you mean about wishing for this to be more scripted by Tinian because as interesting as this may have been, There's just a lot of points that feel very... um, Dragged out? I was going to say stiff, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there's a few clunky bits throughout. And yeah, I think Tynan would have done a better job. It's not bad by any means. I still really enjoyed it.
1: Well, it's kind of strange too, because uh, this uh, other writer um, with the Barbalian one, maybe it's because it's four issues... I don't know, but it it definitely hits home a lot more. Uh, And when I was reading that Barbalian one, I mean, it it just very directly hits you in the gut with a lot of these things. I wouldn't say that I read it and I was like overwhelmed with emotion, but I I definitely felt like there was a lot more boldness, uh, I would say, from the writer then compared to what I'm seeing here, I guess.
2: Is this supposed to be a short series? The ongoing. Ongoing. This is or an now. ongoing?
0: Yeah. Alright. Tyler, it sold 460,000 copies.
2: It doesn't really I matter. mean, yeah.
0: Milk every penny out of this.
2: Berserker is 12 issues from the start.
0: True. Okay. Yeah, this might go on for, like, a couple of arcs, or, I don't know, it might spin off into something else.
2: Yeah. Mm. Um, I like the blocking that they do in several pages of this issue where it goes across the page multiple rows that flows pretty well
1: Mm -hmm. there's definitely some interesting artistic choices with it like i said i just i feel like there's a lot of points where it's mostly just kind of stiff but i mean it's hard not to like so much of the organization and so much of the structure of like even just like the simplicity of like the eyes the mask like there's an aesthetic to it that's very pleasing still Mm. You know, and if that doesn't captivate you, then you know people fucking hunting down monsters will.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the main series was a lot stronger from the get go. Uh,
1: yeah, well, I mean, issue one is so strong and so heavy. Yeah. I mean, when Erica first uh, comes and meets that little boy, what's his name?
0: James. Thank you. And it's funny because I mean, he looks like James Tynan. The character is just I, him as a boy.
1: I kind of figured that that was the point. Yes, yeah, that's
0: that's the only reason I remember his name.
1: Okay,
0: and it's funny because then Walter in Nice House on the Lake also written by Tynan also looks very similar to that character
1: I would agree Mm -hmm. I'm inclined to agree with you
0: it's just kind of the sort of moppy black hair and the way they sort of like white out of the glasses Mm -hmm. and you don't really see their eyes
1: yeah yeah, no, I mean, if uh, if James Tiny and shaved his beard, he would look very much yeah. like him.
0: Yeah,
2: no, I mean, I agree. Uh, is this Jace character new to the series?
0: I believe so, yes. Unless he's been in the last couple of issues of the main series, because I'm a few issues behind.
2: And uh, most of the other characters we're introduced to here, Cecilia, Jessica, um, those guys are all...
0: Yeah, the dragon and... I'm, I've forgotten the names. The dragon and the white-masked lady, Cecilia, we've been introduced to them. We've been introduced to a few of the other white-masked characters, but I don't, they don't really have memorable names. They were just kind of faceless goons.
2: Yeah. So you've got the white um, and the black, you've got, what, Gramellium, yeah, Crimson, and Gold?
0: Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Gold is the dragon. He's sort of the leader of it all
2: and what is the point of um, having the different houses? Is it just different styles of fighting? Harry Potter. Yeah,
0: I like that. Uh... <laughs> um, I'm not too sure. I think it explores it in the few issues I haven't read yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm a terrible fan. I'm behind.
1: How many issues then is it? 30? 30...
0: 20-ish. Okay. Yeah, that
1: more you
0: had the first 15 issues that dealt with this Archer's Peak story. mm and then it took a break after that for a month or two, and then came back, and I just never carried on when it came back. I've got the issues, I just haven't got around to reading it yet. Sure. And that, the, like, 16 to 20 arc was a flashback arc. Kind of tying into this, I believe.
2: Yeah. So, uh, or, like, setting up, or, yeah, I don't know. So do people become monsters?
0: They're kind, it's similar to Department of Truth, where their thought forms... Or at least the one in the main series was, but there might also be other monsters that aren't. Because if I remember correctly, she was surprised when she learned it wasn't a real monster, if that makes sense. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anything else to say about this issue?
1: Not really.
0: Did you feel you could understand it as new readers that oh, haven't read the main series. I think so. I think
1: that I think that because it it's kind of hard to not pick up on what is happening. I mean, even without f- fully like immersing yourself in that main series, it's it's very easy to pick up on what's happening. I think that it'll give you some more clarity to read the yeah. main series, but I think it's still something that you can just pick up right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Would you like to move on to the next set of Scott Snyder books?
0: I just want to show off my something's killing the children number one while we're talking about this.
2: Okay. It. How much did it cost
0: cool. you? Oh that's the wrong box. Oh, which box is it in? Is it this one? Mm. It's here somewhere. Cool. This is a great radio. Yeah. Da, 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 da.
2: Oh well. Jump back to that. After, uh, let's just move on to the next thing. So we got the uh, two different Scott Snyder uh, comic issues.
1: Yeah, uh, we've got Clear number one, uh, with him and Francis Manipal, and Night of the Ghoul with him and Francesco Francavilla. Mm-hmm. These are both. 3D. I love both of these. Uh, they're dramatically different. Uh, yes. in, in what they are.
0: And um, dramatically different from we have demons from a few weeks ago as well.
2: Yeah. Yes. Do we want to talk about each one individually?
1: Um. I mean, we might as well. Uh, why don't we talk about clear first? Okay.
0: Something is killing my children. Number one.
1: Hold on
2: a sec.
0: It cost me less than ten dollars.
1: Yeah. And it's worth how much now?
0: In the hundreds.
1: That's a first print. It's like seven hundred.
0: First printing, main cover. I, I can sell the set of 1 to 15 for, like, 750
1: Hmm. You sure it's not more?
0: It might be a bit more now. I've not checked. No. It's probably more now a... than the hype from House of Slaughters.
1: You need to Stop get the up. top loader for that, man.
0: They're hard to come by in the UK. Just order it on eBay. I'm in a different country to you. They're hard to come by here. Great.
1: Order it on eBay. You can order it on eBay. Anyway. international shipping clear
2: san francisco 2052 yes yeah. did either of you understand the
1: no i did not joke? i don't no. fucking get it at all
0: i was kind of expecting it to go for the alan moore joke yeah From me too joke. for
1: it yeah no i felt the exact same way that's really weird that you say that i was thinking that
0: yeah because it was like oh two inmates were escaping a prison or something
1: yeah, well, I'm it's reality. three of them. Um, yeah. Um, it, the original joke was that it was two escaping from a psych ward, and they get on top of the roof, and the the light, they used like, walk on the light beam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you think I am, crazy? I'll, you'll turn it off once I'm halfway through, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. this one doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because it's the, it's the psychiatrist Other
0: talking than, about th-
2: Yeah. Other than, well, like, so we got rid of the watch, so now we have all the time in the world.
0: Yeah, and like it was all fictional because it was like an imaginary stage with an imaginary performance or something. Yeah. Um, what was it? They're watching an imaginary play by the playwright on an imaginary stage painted by the painter set to imaginary music by the composer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't get it. And they all look so happy as they're burning up
0: like, I I get it, it's just not funny.
2: No, yeah. not at all. Well, I feel like if I'm not laughing that I didn't get it. Like, I'm trying to see what I missed, but...
1: Well, no, I mean, <laughs> the crazy. entire... Ju- the, it's not just that they're crazy, it's also, like, the question of um, perceptions of reality and perceptions of... Sure. Um,
0: oh, how- I kind of see it now. Because yeah, what the they're seeing is of- all imaginary, and then in the main world, people are... We can see what yeah, they it is an of. allegory
2: for the main world
0: ah uh, it still shows. Yeah. yeah it's not that funny
2: <laughs> yeah
1: not it's just not
2: uh
0: yes
1: yeah.
2: I, I don't know and the uh yeah. the visual that we're seeing of this lady jumping off of the golden gate bridge to her death only made sense a couple pages later when it's explained that everyone sees the yeah. world through a veil of their choosing so we're seeing her fall yeah. through other people's veils
1: I mean, there's so much about this that you can appreciate, and most of that is Francis Manipal. I love the concept I like of this.
0: Neutral.
1: Yeah, I- I'm not really sure how much of this I can say that I'm like in love with as far as a story, but I thought this was a- yeah. I-, I appreciated it.
0: Yeah. I think... I don't know. I like the main character. I like how he's got a unique style with the helmet.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't um, understand the idea of needing a clear veil. Why not just have no veil? Why not just I think they're wearing like contacts or something. Like, why not just not wear that? Why do you need something that?
0: I guess it's kind of to do with like in modern times how you're always staring at a screen and you're getting influenced by ads and kind of. I don't really know. Well, I guess he it's has blinding like you to the truth of the world.
2: Display, but I'm not sure if that's part of his helmet.
0: I think it might be. But Are like, you see how God. he. It's to do with, he needs to see how dark the world really is, whereas you have people who see all this happy stuff, but he sees the homeless people on the street, he sees these corrupt people yeah, doing... Yeah, but
2: I mean, like, if you yeah. take the contacts out, you're going to see that anyway.
0: Yeah, but can they take it out once it's in? I don't know. Because he mentioned question. at one point they're going to start, like, taxing you for not having it.
2: Oh, uh, I don't think I read that part. Okay.
0: Um, I It's been a few weeks since I read this now, but I swear he said that at some point.
2: It gets more expensive to afford the clear veil. That's,
0: yeah, that's what he said. Sorry.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, it's not really explained how it works if it's an eye implant or something. I thought it had been the helmet, but I see, you know, everyone else isn't really wearing a helmet. So, it's no, contacts or their actual eyes.
0: Do we see a close-up of anyone's eyes in the issue? Um, I
1: mean, no, not really. It's just like it it highlights people and then it shows that they're like experiencing the veil. But I always assumed it was just like a drug injection and like that was pretty much it.
2: Hmm. Well, the injection that he gets messes his visuals up. That's what I'm saying. So
0: so that must must not be his helmet. That must be his actual eyes.
2: Yeah. Well, no one else is wearing a helmet or anything around their face. So I think it's got to be like, you know, contacts or an eye implant or something like it's your connection to the internet versus a computer i remember some short movie just on youtube like a little short that had something like that where somebody's uh heads up display just disappeared and you're seeing just basically the street covered in blank canvases to have you know whatever projected onto it that you would see
3: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah because I guess you wouldn't need to paint road markings road signs anything like that
2: and he basically says as much that anything that's new has been just made to a blank canvas and anything that's old has just kind of been left to rot so you're kind of stuck between either one there's not really anything to look at in the real world hmm
3: hmm
1: is it just me or did Francis Manipal get a lot better at drawing faces?
0: Because like They're the highlight detailed. of Dune's
1: face, yeah, it seems dramatically more detailed. I mean, it's not like he was ever a bad artist before, but it's just it's He used to go
0: for like the kind of clean, simple thing where he'd Yeah just sort of draw like a single line for the nose and kind of like that. Yeah. But here and he's added a it's... few more lines.
1: As, um, yeah, he's added a few more lines. Oh, I mean, I'll give you an example here. The brow has more detail yeah. uh, as far as like his structure for um, the the knuckle in between the eyebrows. Yeah. The bridge of his nose has more accentuations. There's more of a um, layers of description for the scars around his lips, anyways. But also his um, wh- whatever this is the palette whatever this is. I can't remember, uh, but those details are, are, are really standing out. Yeah, um, it seems he
2: really likes to emphasize the shadowing.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is maybe this, maybe he's just, like, taking a lot of time to just focus he, on... the Well, adding he's done nothing details.
0: since the Secret Origin issue of...
2: Not even a cover?
0: Death Metal. Oh, he's done a few covers, but, I mean, as far as interiors, he's done nothing in uh, 10 months, 11 months.
1: I mean... I'm not necessarily surprised by that because, I mean, after his family, one of his family members was yeah. murdered. You know, he had he had to take a long time off, and I get that. He had to become the Batman.
2: Basically. Yeah.
0: Um.
2: So, is this story really gripping, you guys?
0: Well, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah.
1: So, as a person who loves noir and who loves crime stories. I love the crime element. I like that it's a sci-fi noir story. I love the crime. Yes, um, I think that this follows a very simple structure that I'm very for. Um, it, in some ways, didn't really feel like a Snyder book, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I guess
0: even I though it's just, like futuristic with some cool, like yeah. high concepts, it felt very straightforward and not big.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that makes yeah, sense. so this will be uh, fairly short.
1: Seemed like a
0: short I... series. This mm-hmm. is on ongoing Constable. as well, I believe. Okay. Yeah.
1: Honestly, Cause... this feels like early Batman, the stuff he did in
0: New 52, you know? Yeah. A bit more high concept than that, but yeah. Hmm. It feels, uh... it's high concept but grounded.
1: Well, I mean, would you consider the Court of the Owls high concept but grounded?
0: A bit of both.
2: Hmm. Uh... Yeah. Well, I think it definitely sets several avenues to explore. So Dunes has connections to the police force, even though he's a detective. He's got access to kind of the underground, the, uh, Black markets, and now he's got connections to the upper echelons, so he can kind of go all over the place.
1: Yeah, you know, I just want to point this out really quick. Uh, the meeting of Mrs. Matters—I just love that. That's the introduction of the femme fatale because that's such a classic thing to be done. I love yeah, that.
0: Yeah, that's very true. It's playing with a lot of the tropes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm not going to lie. I I know that this is probably a weird criticism. I don't like the helmet. I don't like the structure of the eyes. I think that's stupid looking.
2: Yeah. It kind of reminded me. Uh,
0: I was the expecting it to be.
2: From Private Eyes, the uh, Brian K. Vaughn comic.
0: I see yeah. that, yeah. I kind of assumed the helmet guy was going to be the bad guy. Just because whenever a character has like a, a look like that, it's normally the bad guy.
2: Got, like,
1: well, I mean, especially on the Prince. cover.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe he I don't know. I mean, it's
1: still engaging. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm the bad guy. He
2: is the detective.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, did you want to move on to Night of the Ghoul?
0: Yeah. So just going to say this one is a six-issue mini.
1: Okay. So
0: this you... I loved i love this issue so much this
2: one feels a bit more like a scott snyder comic
3: yeah
0: it reminds me a bit of like a stephen king book as well Mm. in places
1: well i mean i I think that snyder being uh, you know having the freedom to write the stories that he actually wants to write as as much as he wants allows him to be a bit more um creative in some ways
2: hp Lovecraft. Kind of like in the mouth of madness.
1: Absolutely. No, I agree with you. But um, he actually has, I mean, he studied under uh, a lot of King's lessons, so to speak. So, I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised by the uh, Stephen King. They both suck endings.
2: (laughs) Maybe. Maybe it will. Uh, Have you read The Lot yet?
1: The Lot? No. No,
0: No, the final issue arrived yesterday. Oh,
2: okay issue four right yesterday yeah uh but you know it it revolves around a a movie that was made that seems to have actually been a documentary in the comic and Mm. i love the idea of you know connecting all the different kind of monster horror movie elements into one
1: monster Well, they kind of did that with American Vampire, too, right? Like, they, they uh, explained that even, like, our concept of werewolves were actually stemmed from the uh, the, the shapeshifted vampires. And mm-hmm. there were some emaciated vampires that were ghoulish, and that's how zombies were made. So, yeah. it was interesting seeing him use that same concept into this yeah, story. I like that
2: kind of central, unifying entity. I, I like that kind of idea. And this seems to be doing mm-hmm. it a pretty good job of that
0: Mm -hmm. so yeah we should probably speak a little about the story it is about a movie fanatic who tracks down the director of his favorite or no the director of the lost horror movie
2: the night of the would have been the greatest movie ever if not had it been destroyed in a fire yeah
1: yeah uh what was this guy's name tf Merritt, something like that
2: yeah yeah it's almost like uh W.F. Murnau with mm-hmm. uh, Nosferatu, but this guy yes. who would have been a soldier in 1917, and it looks like it's modern day. So this guy on his deathbed has to be like 120. He looks
0: it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Prince Philip.
2: No, he looked Well, he looks more like he's a burn victim. Like he got burned he, up in he the uh, fire. Does that yeah. Took his film and he still survived all those years.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm inclined to agree with that. He looks like two uh, face,
2: think... but it's all of his face.
0: <laughs> One face,
1: <laughs> all of my face, <laughs> as opposed to his uh, uh sidekick uh, quarter face. Uh, oh my God, that's why he uses the quarter. That's taser oh, face. shit! <laughs> taser face. Anyways, um, the. Uh, character who is the horror movie fanatic brings his son son along with him to uh, this hospital, hunting him down. Um, I don't... Excuse me. I don't understand the dynamic between the father and the son. And I, I especially so don't understand the dynamic parents, between the son and the mother. That's it looks like the parents problem. are split strange.
2: up. Yeah, the parents are kind of divorced or something. So back when they were together, or the times that he watched his son, they would, you know... Watch horror movies, and that's how they would bond. But the kid is growing up. I got that. It, well, the, yeah.
1: It, it's less of my my confusion is less about that, and it's more about uh, the maturity of this child and how old he is. Uh, yeah,
2: that that is. He's like maybe fourteen, but he's good enough to track this guy down because it seems like he the kid looks did most like of the research.
0: He looks like the kind of kid that if his parents were both murdered bruce wayne would adopt him
2: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I i'm i he could be 10 he could be 15 can't tell it's it kind of just seems up and down the phone call with his mother um was strange as well and i guess i was just reading that wrong and i was like who the fuck is this oh that's his mom why are they talking to each other that way it just didn't yeah they've come got across some him.
2: secret or something
1: yeah and i get that but there's just some delivery issues that I think I had an issue with. And I think that's more of like an art issue than it is the actual story itself. I don't know how to explain it. That's just the best way I can describe it. Cause in my mind, if he's like 14, 15 and he's like, Oh, I'm too old for that dad. Okay. We'll draw him a little bit more mature. Give him some acne, you know, something, something to clarify some of those things a little bit more, but yeah. Uh, small complaints really because overall the plot's very interesting i'm very i'm curious about picking up the next one
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i just want to talk about the movie so it's called for world war one veterans infiltrating a italian village on the does germany border italy the mountains of no. why am I asking you? You're Americans, you don't know geography. I know that,
1: and, and I'm not even I don't know shit about geography. And you're the Switzerland, and you're an embarrassed Austria.
0: Oh, so yeah, it's the Austrian Italy border, mm-hmm. and it's a small town there that they're infiltrating. And when they get there, everyone is dead, or are they just yeah, everyone's dead, dead or yeah. dying? Yeah,
2: they've been kind of and zombified. they're
0: talking about the demon, the ghoul, yeah
2: the person they find their face is basically like melting away as they die
1: well the implication here is like there's an association of leprosy and plague with this as well which is yeah
0: yeah the creature design looks cool as fuck Mm -hmm. so far Um, the, the poster you see where it's kind of got the long spiny fingers it looks quite cool at the end it looks a bit too much like a spider yeah but whether that's just whether that is just a creature and then the creature is something else
1: yeah i mean for all we know it could be uh addressing its body to run in certain reg- i mean we just don't know but it could know, take if over if that they're...
0: guy's body and yeah
1: yeah i mean if it ends up looking more like a spider i'm gonna be disappointed because it just seems kind of boring but i don't know we'll have to see at this yeah point. it was
0: it was nice to have like an actual horror comic yeah.
2: I don't know, from the yeah. postcard it almost you know, other than the hands, it kinda looks like the jockey from uh Alien. I could see that.
3: Yeah, I I
1: could actually see I could see that quite a bit.
3: Yeah, alright.
2: Uh so do I got nothing have else to say. Merritt is supposed to be one of these guys, like it's his story. Is he supposed well... to be one of these three guys in the movie?
1: It's, no, I mean, it's it's implied that he may be one of those people, but it's not directly said. Yeah,
0: but we know he's already changed his name once before, so he, who's to say he going to do it again?
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: I just realized as well, we haven't been given ratings yet.
2: That's fine. Oh, yeah, you're These right. These are a lot of number Oof. ones.
0: House of Slaughter, I'm going to give a 7.75. Okay. I and you? i just
2: going to go for an 8.
1: Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven
2: okay
0: okay clear I'm gonna give a seven point
2: five mm. I'm somewhere around there yeah
1: it's not my favorite thing I've ever ever read, but I liked it a lot i I liked it enough that I feel like it has a lot of that similar structure that I, I enjoy. So I'm going to say
0: 7.75. And Knight of the Ghoul, I'm going to give an 8.5. Because <sighs> I really enjoyed the vibe of it.
2: Yeah. Uh, probably going for like maybe like an 8.25. Like I like it a bit more than House of Slaughter, but... I'm feeling kind of hooked into it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... Eight
1: point two five as well. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: Yeah. We're all very much in the same ballpark as each other this
3: week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's almost like we're uh, we're synchronizing with each other. <gasps> Maybe oh, we're, our periods are all going to happen at the same time now. <laughs> oh my god! Hey. I'll get the pillows. <laughs> oh my god!
2: We should talk about boys. Yeah. Totally.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. We
2: are men and we will do manly things.
0: We are men. Men, men, men. What's your favorite type of tampon? Um, The bigger or the better.
2: Sack.
1: It depends on how bloody my asshole is.
0: Tyler likes just stuffing a pillow up there.
1: A pillow? Jeez, come on. Be generous here.
0: It's like throwing a hot at least dog use into a an alley. Glove.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, the older I get, the tighter I get. It's interesting. I was uh, Dude, had these I f- my fingers up there this morning, Tight and ass. I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, Tyler put, a <laughs> of, Tyler put a lump
2: of coal up there and shit a diamond. I'm rich, bitch.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Um, Maze Book 2, I actually ended up not getting. Um, my store uh, didn't have it, and I forgot to read it online.
2: You're yeah.
1: terrible. I know. All
2: right. Well, we can cover this one fairly quick, I think. Yeah, go for it. It's okay. I don't mind. So this is a five, six issue series.
0: Maze Book Two by Jeff Lemire. Just to throw uh, team in there. I cause... think it's four. No, I think it's five or six. Oh, they're oversized.
1: I think it's.
2: They're pretty True. big, but I'm not exactly impressed by this because it's not exactly as advertised. Where it seems like there should be. It's gay. It's it getting, getting there. there. We're just about there, but like it took two issues to get there. Half of the issue, half of the series.
0: True. So far, five issues are solicited. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just trying to find out whether the last issue five is a conclusion or not. But my is being very slow all of a sudden. I kind
1: of, I can kind of see what you mean though. I read just like the first like couple pages uh, when I was like looking at yeah. the previous week.
2: Um, Tyler, did you get uh, Parasomnia? Did you ever go out and get No, that? I never did. So there's certain similarities here where the guy is basically like in a waking dream looking for his child that's lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, here the child is dead, but it's like you're getting phone calls that the child's like, I'm alive, come find me. Mm-hmm. So you're exploring the city and seeing the city anew in some sort of like dream landscape or something. Yeah whereas parasomnia starts out with him already in the dream this is him approaching and realizing that there's you know it's called maze book there's a maze there's some otherness to the city i feel like
1: with issue one it 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 felt like there's a goal here to do something kind of experimental what was the name of that movie where robin williams Goes into paintings and it's like that's heaven, and that's because like that's where his wife died. You remember that movie? He goes into paintings. <laughs> um, I remember Robin
2: one Pe- where it was him in different incarnations, like he's reincarnated over time. Robin like Williams? 40. Yeah. I'm not familiar. It was uh, in the '90s. Anyways,
0: yeah. what dreams may come?
1: Yeah, what dreams may come. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the one I was thinking of was being human. Oh okay. um so <sighs> what dreams may come is is kind of what May's book reminds me of. It's just it's a very it's a it's an experiment with
2: was that the one telling a really
1: sad story yeah I don't know. I feel like yeah,
2: and there's a dog the dog talk
1: no unfortunately
0: i'm still enjoying I, guess it. The... I think the way the grief was written was very realistic it felt like this guy just kind of walking around not really knowing if he's losing his own mind or not uh, yeah and i think we're still waiting for the real meat of the story to kick in And I feel like once that does, it's going to elevate the series a lot. Hmm.
2: Yeah, it still would have been like, at least throw us like a little bit of a bone. Like you can see when he's staring at his phone, you can see some of the panels connecting. It would have been nice just to have like, just put a little bit of just connective tissue in between the different panels, just do a little more of that.
3: Um,
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Let me ask you something. Grief as a plot can work, but does it make it interesting enough to carry an entire story arc for a character?
2: It might if it turns out to make sense, like you just have to you'd have to read to find out.
1: Because the point Stephen King says the big reason why he hates the shining the film is because it's a terrible he movie. intentionally i mean yeah that too but
0: he said it's a pretty car with no engine
1: yeah so when he elaborates on that what he says is when i wrote the shining jack torrance has a story arc he is a different person over time he goes through human experiences he shifts he change changes he adapts and there's an actual arc for these things and it's the fighting of his inner demons as well as the hotel itself but the point is to have that character arc and these characters to have a, a, a beginning a middle and an end have that conflict and with stanley kubrick's the shining there is no story arc for him or character arc for jack it's just he's a piece of shit from beginning to end that's it he's
0: an already crazy man who gets slightly more crazy and decides to kill his family
1: absolutely absolutely
0: I dislike The Shining movie.
1: I think that it is a...
0: It's an amazingly cin- made movie. Yes. But it sucks.
1: Great cinematography. Um, great performances.
0: The I book think is that- there.
1: <laughs>
0: I pointed to three different Stephen King books today. Look while what we're doing done. the podcast. Oh my God. Look how many more I've got to get through and point at.
1: Mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick is a director that people love because he does things in a very artistic way yeah. I don't know if that's enough to necessarily make something the best films of all time
2: I... let's wrap this up so we can move on to Ordinary Gods because I want to chain that uh, discussion into Ordinary Gods
1: oh okay cool yeah I mean please carry
2: on uh, well we can do the ratings for this real quick
0: Go I'm going to give it a 7.5, yeah, 7.25.
2: Um, you read my mind, I was going to go maybe about a 7, I was thinking maybe 7.25, but I'm going to read the next issue and see where that goes.
0: It's only, a, it's only a 5 or 6 mini, I'm enjoying it enough to keep reading for now. Okay. I, Un- unless I ta- really hate the next issue, then I'm going to finish it.
1: I wanted to pick it up, but then I also asked myself, "Do I really want to spend six dollars on a on a book like this?" I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, it's not like it's twenty pages. It's it's.
1: An oversized.
0: Yeah, they are oversized.
1: I know, but. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Anyway, um. In. So we'll move on to uh, ordinary gods. Ordinary number
0: gods. Four. Number four by. Kyle Higgins and Felipe Rosnabe. <laughs>
1: yeah. What's the guy's name? Who is he? Where am I? I haven't read this. Go for it.
2: Oh, okay. Well, uh, there's a scene in here, you know, they're chasing one of the other what are they called, mortals or something? One of the other gods. Yeah. And one of uh, the other
0: they, ordinary gods.
2: Ordinary gods. Just regular everyday gods. And uh, they're in Paris. And they're looking for this guy. He ends up being a thief. And when you uh, come into contact with each other, you you know awaken more of your past selves, your past lives and memories. So they end up bumping into each other when the guy tries to pickpocket him. Like who to pickpocket other than another god? And they have this brief glimpse of having known each other. And one of the go- people they had been, they keep having to, they keep. It seems they keep putting themselves in the bodies of. You know big figures from the past so you've had uh joseph stalin or um i can't remember what other queen they had shown but one of them had been orson wells so it shows mm-hmm. orson wells shooting i don't know who is that supposed to be annie oakley or something uh but you had mentioned stanley kubrick and now we've got oh one of you one of these gods uh, in their past lives, had been Orson Welles. And uh, kind of funny. Yeah. I don't and know also, is I that
0: seen... J. Edgar Hoover? Is that JFK behind in the car?
2: In the car? Oh, I I don't know.
0: I can't tell. No, the I see a car and a gun. Okay.
2: Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I sent you guys the video of Orson Welles uh shooting a uh wine commercial <laughs> yeah you have oh uh, the french champagne known for its excellence
3: <laughs> so i thought it was funny
2: that they had a you know uh glimpse of their past lives in france of orson wells i thought that was a nice touch he was one of those
1: dudes he was one of those dudes that just like is so fucking ridiculous that you can't help but like yeah. appreciate how awesome how awkward he was
2: and they work that into like uh loony animaniacs they work that into animaniacs so many times in yeah, the did. 90s and it's like kids don't know who orson wells is why are you doing this to us
1: yeah well i mean do you remember when they made that episode where they made fun of howard stern and robin
2: yeah like
1: i as a kid i didn't know who that was i just thought it,
2: I don't know if it was. There was just, some adult reaching on that. I don't know if it was just animania. Like there's tons of stuff just for the parents, and I love when they do that. Oh, yeah. these days, it's just like Orson Welles. He's like, "Can I take these peas? I think that was probably The Simpsons." <laughs> he's like, "I just need a handful of peas." <laughs> uh, it's not quite exposition heavy, but it is a lot of walking and talking in this issue. Are you not into it? It was just a different style from previous issues i think
0: Mm. it's the department of truth style storytelling
2: yeah just talking you know the scientologists are the heroes here and they only found the guy because he tried to steal the scientology machine but it was nailed down so he just left it scientology machine (sighs) whatever the thing they grip the uh controller to test their thetan levels
1: yeah we can just call it the scientology machine
2: yeah do you know what the name is because i don't it's about s and m s and okay no bd yeah, the
1: scientology machine no bd bloody dick
2: yeah and just uh i don't know if i want to call it like an ex machina or whatnot but they're just walking around like we lost the lead we don't know where to find this guy and He's just in the convenience shop and is like, hey buddy, I think I'll go rob these guys and pickpocket. See how easy it is to pickpocket pick pocket these Americans. So.
1: Am I missing like something here? This seems like more boring than the, the last time I read this.
2: Yeah. No, I was just kind of laughing at the Orson Welles stuff. Uh, okay. Oh, also uh, what? whoever the guy's name... And whatever his sister's name is, that was his guardian, well, keeper or whatever, not really a guardian, but like warden for him, not the Mm -hmm. warden, Uh, but she basically gets relegated to go to Cleveland. They're like, you go to Cleveland and get picked up stuck in Ohio. Is this exciting for you?
1: This issue does not Not sound exciting to you whatsoever. No.
0: I'm enjoying it, but just talking about it, there's not a lot to talk about that I, I don't know
1: yeah so, you're making uh, me feel really good about not picking this up I'm not gonna lie probably guys,
0: sorry.
2: yeah I'm not sure if I'm gonna keep going with this uh but there's a I'm whole, enjoying it
0: enough for now
2: yeah there's a whole interview uh a transcript of an interview with Orson Welles and uh who's this guy David Elliott or something so. i I don't know sure it's it's in the back matter <clears throat> yeah I think it was a memory of him having been uh Annie Oakley it's just weird how they, kind of, fit in all these historic figures. Do I, they I move really their bodies into this. the bodies of historic figures, or just having been a god, they somehow rise to the top and make their you know whoever they're inhabiting become a historic figure?
1: There's a lot about this that I want to like, but I, I feel like it's not it's not delivering in the way that i think captivates me and i think that yeah. that's why i've been kind of like
3: mm. yeah
2: i don't know but this is issue um, four and yeah but it's like i don't how, really how much know I... when like we're getting to the end of the arc right <sighs> sure it's got to go somewhere or it just the arc just kind of ends like in one or two issues yeah so not really a great issue just thought it was that's what i'm saying though is like i'm saying like that
1: first issue is at least captivating to an extent that you're like okay i want to read what happens next and then it's just like dies off i don't know it's just weird
2: i mean it they've got a lot of ground to cover to make the story work and they've set themselves up like we have i mean we've got our five gods we've got their you know five kind of Jailkeepers. we've got the warden now we've got three more uh warriors that have been sent to capture them and we've got yeah. maybe one or other people and we've got people in the real world which is kind of a fantasy world made of emotions and the king that lives yeah. there and there's just so much
1: why don't we move on because it's uh we're, we're going on an hour yeah. now and we haven't gotten to uh, the other half yet
2: okay so, uh, ratings uh, Six
0: and a half. Yeah, I'll give it a seven.
2: All right,
3: all right.
1: Well, let's uh, let's talk about Kang Three by uh, Colin Kelly and Jats Jackson Lansing with art by Carlos Magno.
2: What happened in this? Only myself to conquer. Kang oh, I... kills Kang. Kang on Kang violence. There's a lot to like about this series, but this issue this issue was weird. I I remember having a joke for the beginning of this issue, where he's given like eternal life by Apocalypse and put in a sarcophagus, and he's just got how many twenty thousand years or something to just sit and Uh, think,
1: something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like there. I hate my own company. We know.
0: Yeah. So I like how in the scene where Kang's fighting the Avengers, the writing is all very Stanley over expo- over exposition heavy.
3: Mhm. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Mhm. You got like no matter how potent your radiation my Uru hammer can absorb the rays. No, I'm reaching critical mass. I've got to reach the safety of my ship. Oh yeah yeah i like how just clunky it sounds
1: i felt that issue two was still captivating enough that i could enjoy it and issue one was a big reason why i wanted to hop on this and now i just don't feel like i want to keep reading this anymore
0: yeah
2: two issues left i think it's a five issue yeah, series.
1: yeah. And i'm disappointed because like in oh, a lot okay. of ways this is still a good story but i'm just
2: I'm, I'm annoyed i don't know
0: i didn't realize it was a mini i thought it was ongoing
2: no. no, we're just yeah. Kinda, that kind of makes
0: me feel differently about it.
2: I think the point was to be introduced to Kang and get a, like a real yeah. quick summary of like the high points and low points. Like here's all the big fights and here's who he's faced off against. I don't know. Some weird. Uh, he goes back and changes history. He, you know, takes over and becomes the. Uh, the pharaoh, and just slightly changes things to, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to lie. I I'm, I'm so, I was so disappointed by this. I was surprised you guys even wanted to talk about it.
2: Yeah, just a little bit. I don't think this is going uh, to, that's about the extent of the discussion.
1: Yeah. I'm going to give this issue a five.
2: I don't know if I'll be that harsh. I, I mean, just don't care. I wanted yeah. to care more. Yeah. Um six six and a half doesn't really matter when you're that low
0: i'll give it like a six and a half yeah we'll see what happens i feel like you guys are being issue. fairly
1: generous
2: what
0: <laughs> this is weird yeah. because i feel
1: like i've been the one who's been more generous about the previous issues
2: yeah i mean when you get down to i feel like if you get down to that low of a score it doesn't really matter at that point unless it's like this was god awful you know I hate the person for making me read this with my eyes, too.
3: <laughs> I
2: mean,
1: it didn't make me feel it's, bad. It's, but not, I definitely... it's
0: not bad, it's just not... It's bland. Good. It's very yeah. bland. That's I the really, thing really enjoyed issue sour. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I'm hoping right. maybe the next issue will be better. You know, we're kind of back into the future, but not quite his future, and they've got yeah. Ravonna back.
1: <clears throat> so uh should we move on to batman the long halloween one shot
2: yeah let's do it so
0: i have not read positive. the long halloween
1: before uh and i have not read uh this one shot because i haven't you've... read the long halloween
0: you've not read the long halloween
1: we've had this discussion before i have it's on the list okay
0: that's a classic
1: yeah have it's you read batman long year long one to... yeah it's been you know, a Batman long year time one and not you not
0: didn't that. think to carry on with long halloween
1: I've never had the chance to. Every time I try to go get the trade, it's always sold out somewhere. Or it's
0: one of the up. few trades I actually own on my shelf. You it's should be pointing somewhere. to it, not like, oh, look. I'm trying. It's yeah. there.
1: You know what? The, <laughs> the important thing is you're trying, and that's the important thing.
0: Um.
2: Okay. So this is different from the other, from the original Long Halloween. Like, I think. Yeah, this is kind is. of a little
0: epilogue, kind of sequel-y thing. Yeah
2: it's a one-shot basically but now we're focusing once again on two-face and his wife gilda and we're bringing in the calendar man for halloween and he's got all of yeah calendar
0: man was in the original long halloween and he was jealous of Mm two-face and here it's kind of him getting his revenge on harvey
2: and it was the um who was the holiday killer is that who they referenced
0: it was gilda and harvey
2: oh he was she was the holiday killer
0: they both were, oh, but okay. at separate times.
2: So that was the secret.
0: That's yeah, that was the big end. reveal. Sorry, Tyler.
2: Okay, <laughs> I didn't get that part. I don't know why. I It's been like twenty years since I've read it, the Long Halloween. Um, Sean, if you look at the part where uh, Bat early in the early in the issue, when Batman is fighting May and June, it appears that yeah. October makes
0: an appearance. October as well. is also there. I saw that. But it, it's strange how there's only there's clearly only two of them there.
2: Yeah, October is definitely not there, but he gets hit. Yeah. That's such a, like, why would you leave that in there? That's such an easy mistake to fix. Um, who the artist the, for this is? Um, Tim Sale. Tim Sale, I mean, this is a very interesting kind of fluid style of art where you're not going for exactly um, very realistic. Like, at certain points...
0: No, his artwork's very sort of over-exaggerated and stylized. Yeah,
2: not quite cartoony, but it's also, like, almost fluid. Like, if you were kind of hallucinating just a little bit.
0: Yeah, his artwork's definitely gone downhill in recent years. Mm -hmm. It's not quite what it was back in Long Halloween.
2: Yeah, some of these do feel, like, maybe, like, Pages you would see in a webcomic.
0: Yeah, movie, I think he had some health problems play. a couple of years ago, and his was just kind of deteriorated since then.
2: Hmm. Um, I, I kind of like the uh, back-and-forth with Alfred and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, you know, thinking of a gift for a lady friend, Master Bruce? Miss Kyle isn't in town, is she? Julian Day. Oh, how disappointing
0: i yeah i love alfred when he's written like this Um... where they have a really like fun relationship back and forth
2: yeah so there's a weird subplot here where uh jim gordon is like my niece babs is going out for halloween and she was like she think it'd be really cool if you guys came and you brought your young ward and went like trick-or-treating with her I love that. And then they actually do show up. And... Yeah,
0: Bruce brings Robin to go trick-or-treating the Babs. And I yeah. like to think Alfred was the one who forced him to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. John... Or, uh... James, sorry. James, their son, is dressed up like a little devil.
0: And that's funny, because he goes on to be a serial killer.
2: Mm. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Babs is dressed up like Batgirl. It's yeah, not like Batgirl exists. Just, uh... yeah, she just
0: yes, made a woman Batgirl, a woman Batman costume.
2: Yeah. Uh, they go to a house I... and they're trick or treating, and you can see a uh, Beast Boy up in the uh, second floor window. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So it's a it's an interesting little comic. I lost is... some of the uh, context because I hadn't read The Long Halloween a long time, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> One thing I really liked was seeing sort of like the church of Calendar Man, all his weird little followers and little cults.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think it was a really fun little story, and considering Jeff Loeb's writing as well over recent years has been bad.
3: hmm
2: so, his
0: ever since his son died, his writing's just been going down yeah. and downhill. And I think this was easily the best thing he's written in a decade.
2: If it wasn't for all of the violence, I would have thought this was kind of like an Adam West esque Batman, where he shows Harvey Dent shows oh my God, up. God,
0: that violence! It's like him just beating Calendar Man at the end. Yeah. Calendarman's go. Calendarman's like going on about how he was like raised in the street and kind of stuff like this. And I so was you'll an orphan,
2: just like you.
0: Yeah, Batman just starts like beating him brutally. Yeah, just like if any stands up, and his fists are bloody, and Robin's like, "I, I, I didn't know he was an orphan," and Bruce is just like, "Was he?" It's so fucking brutal. He just wasn't listening this? to him. He just beat him. I just see Calendarman like lying on the floor, just completely broken. It's like, have you seen that TikTok meme where it's, like, Robin, and then he's talking to Batman, and Batman's just there, just, like, constantly just pounding the yeah. criminal for, like, ten minutes. Mm.
2: So, it was, it
0: was it was just that scene.
2: So, yeah. if Gilda and Two-Face were the holiday killer, it seems like Batman doesn't know at this point, as he says he? He, Julian Day was not holiday as much as, oh, as much as he wishes, sorry, I misread this line. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. I guess he does know. I misread it thinking that Batman didn't know that he was wanting yeah. to beat the crap out of the Holiday Killer or something. Uh, so we get to the end of this and they run off which none of like the first couple pages really make sense in the context of the rest. Where you see this girl in white running away from a lighthouse on Nantucket that doesn't look like Nantucket. Oh
0: yeah.
2: Nantucket that is very is... flat. Oh, she's escaping from the Squire Institute for the Criminally Insane.
0: Ah, oh, so I guess it's are coming back then.
2: Yeah, still weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Tyler, I would, when you get around to Long Halloween and Dark Victory, I'd say read this as like a little epilogue to both of them. Yeah. Sure. It's a fun I little story.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it doesn't okay. add too much. Like you said, it's kind of an epilogue. It's not really necessary. Yeah alright, it's interesting, it's something different
0: it's uh, what maybe? Toy Story 4 was to the franchise sure <laughs> it's just kind of, an it's kind of pointless, but it's still good,
2: yeah, you think they're gonna do more?
0: it said, the end for now hit it so it's for possible, now.
2: there it is yeah. for now for now, yeah
0: All um, right. okay, well that takes on to Catwoman Lonely City by Cliff Chiang
2: do you want to do And Cliff, uh, Chang, and Cliff Chang, and Cliff Chang, and
0: Cliff Chang. Josh didn't see it at his shop. No, I forgot.
1: Oh yeah, do ratings on Batman, guys.
0: Oh,
2: uh, I'd give it a eight. Seven and a half. Really?
3: Okay.
0: Cool. Okay, well, Catwoman, Tyler, what did you think of this?
1: I loved this.
0: It was so good. It was so fun.
1: I mean, I really didn't think that I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Uh... It's told really well. It gives you a lot without just directly giving it all to you all at once. It takes its time letting you feel what's going on with Selena Kyle. It kind of gives you hints about what's been going on since she's been in prison, uh, Blackgate. And it's a well-thought-out, fun, interesting storyline. Cliff Chang uh, is masculine, but definitely knows how to write women, and that's very impressive to see, kind of yeah. uh, like Greg Rucka does, you know? Yeah. Um, good, I man. think that there is a... I don't want to say that this is like a love letter to the character necessarily, but I definitely would say that so far this is potentially in the same category as the Ed Brubaker... Uh, run on Catwoman as far as timeliness and how good it is so far
0: I've never read that I mean
1: it's Baker, so it's really
0: good yeah of course
1: so um I I usually am pretty burnt out on Elseworlds stories uh just because of how much I've been coming out lately but this was captivating I enjoyed this a lot I I'm Curious to see.
0: Very much her version of Dark Knight Returns.
1: Yes. You kind of had the.
0: You had like the parallel scene where she's. No, no, no! This is a completely standalone thing. Okay. Um. Basically, it's set in a future where. Batman, Joker, Jim Gordon, Robin, all died during a Joker attack. Alfred. Alfred, as well. Poor guy. All the guys. Was a Joker attack. I thought it was a Joker attack. Well, they, they call it the
1: Night of the Fool or something.
0: Yeah. I thought it was like Joker's last big... Fool's
1: thing. Night, something like that. I can't yeah. remember.
0: But yeah, and since then, selena has been in prison. And mm. then she finally gets released. And it basically does like her getting back into the game.
3: It,
1: but you um... have the
0: kind of Dark Knight return scene of where she's like, oh, like... I think in Dark Knight Returns, Bruce was like, Oh, bones are creaking, the suit's too tight. Yeah. Something like that. And it does that sort. Of, mm. It parallels that quite nicely. It where does. Where she's parallel like, a oh I'm too that... slow.
1: Yeah. It it parallels yeah. a lot of that storyline, but if any I, I feel like if anything it, it parallels a lot of traditional crime stories as well, where <laughs> it's the person getting out of prison trying to, you know come back to their life and figure out where their where their place in the
2: world is. Oh and Yeah. It sold really well. Did she like carve uh her name into the rafters that says like Selena was here?
1: <laughs> um she goes back to her old apartment, finds her uh cat that's been there for ten years for some reason. Um gets into conversation
0: associates ten years of it.
1: In your apartment. You know, that, you know that that you know what that made me think of? the dog from Futurama uh
0: oh now I'm sad
1: you're welcome you did be a sad I'm gonna cry myself Maurice Seymour 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 asses
2: Seymour the house is on fire Seymour
1: Seymour. anyways (laughs) um
0: (laughs) I was not expecting uh Agnes impression then
1: (laughs) I like I said I didn't expect to enjoy this as much as I did um I think that this mostly surprised me because I've never read anything by Cliff Chang. I've only ever seen his art, Yeah. and this is this is a lot of fun. I definitely recommend it to a lot of people right now. I would say that if they've never read a Catwoman story before, this is a great story to pick up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ratings? I'm gonna give this an eight point five.
1: I'm gonna give it an. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll give it an eight point five as well, because I don't want to give it an eight point two five because I feel like that's this dismissing the quality of the story itself. Um, I'm definitely curious to see if there's going to be some changes from the traditional crime structure, but it's uh, it's really good so far.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Um, I don't know this next comic.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Deep Target Number 1 by Brandon Thomas and Ronan Cliquette. I told you to read it, Tyler.
1: I, I remember looking for it and I didn't see it at all. I don't know what
0: this is. This is the 80th anniversary Green Arrow Aquaman team-up book.
2: It's, oh! It's uh, oh. pretty weird.
0: The opening, or not the opening scene, but like the first scene with the two of them, I laughed out loud.
2: Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, when so they actually we see, confront each other.
0: Yeah, we see green arrow on his boat swimming out of the docks he gets given a bow and like an underwater quiver type thing mm-hmm. and they say good luck mr queen and he says i've told you not to call me that and he dives in the water goes into atlantis takes out some of the guards and swims into the throne room and He's it's drained a whole of water breathing
2: apparatus around his yeah. head so you can't see his
0: face he goes into the throne room and it's completely drained of water He hides behind a pillar, and we see a figure sat on the throne, covered in shadows. Mm -hmm. And the figure says, I've been having the room drained for you every night, thought it might make it easier. And then we have him come out of the shadows, launch arrows at him, and Green Arrow says, Oliver Queen, you get the hell off my throne now. And Arthur's there in the Green Arrow get-up, and Oliver's sat on the throne in, like, a tight little skimpy Aquaman costume. Yeah. <laughs> Trident in hand. So and it's, like, Freaky Friday-type yeah, thing they've sw- where they've swapped bodies. Well, they haven't swapped but just, bodies. Like no, but old, they've swapped lives.
2: Yeah. It's hard to but say. Just, their faces are basically around yeah. the same. But they they have their signature hairstyles. Yeah. so Queen has his, yeah, like, just, conquistador mustache and goatee. Sitting as Aquaman. And he's just getting arrows fired at him, and he's like, Knock it off!
0: But just the entire pacing of that scene leading up to that reveal, it really did just crack me up.
2: Yes. Yeah, the fight. And their whole
0: banter. Arthur assumes Oliver did something and he's responsible for this. But we also have some subplot of this mysterious group doing time travel, bringing things from the past to the future. On a get so Yeah, it's... Um, the Flash is Cosmic Treadmill. Oh, it okay. looks like.
2: All right. Well, it keeps going All back right. and forth. Something happened over the course yeah. of two years. So it's like two years before, two years later, 18 months earlier. Now. Yeah. So, like, the past, 18 months ago. But it's like the guy has warped himself into uh, prehistoric times, I guess. And he uses a gun to signal that he's ready to be transported back. Yeah. Something goes wrong. It's like the fly. His DNA is fused with a dinosaur. So now he's, like, director dinosaur. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
0: But yeah, no. this... I don't know. We'll it's, have to wait and see. Oh, yeah. well, we see him at the end, don't we? Yeah, we do. Is that him? Yeah. I didn't notice there was a dinosaur in that scene, so I assumed at the end it was Killer Croc.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: A bit slow of me.
2: No, it's it's like the fly. When he's being transported back, this little dinosaur yeah. wanders up. I they
0: see it They call themselves
2: now. Uh, the Scorpio. Scorpio group.
0: Yeah, I think that's some, like, Silver Age, like, villain people.
2: Yeah. It's interesting enough that I'll pick up the next issue.
0: Yeah, it it was a lot of fun.
2: You're right. The banter was really good. So we need yeah. more of these two guys interacting and less of
0: whatever I this don't, group is. Yeah, I just want them. Just don't give a villain subplot.
2: Yeah. I feel like this is just, what the uh, blue and gold should have been more like.
0: Yeah. I agree. I don't like their costumes. Yeah. It's not their main costumes, and they're just too bright and they don't have sleeves, and it's weird.
2: I think they did it because they just had to have green. Like, everything just needs to be green.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But, like, Oliver's main continuity suit is just perfect. Mm-hmm. It's one of his best designs, and just seeing this new, weird, shiny thing is gross. Mm hmm. All right. But yeah, okay. I'll give this an 8.
2: I mean, it was good. I don't know if it was 8 good. Probably trending more towards like a
0: 7.5. Yeah, I just really like Green Arrow.
2: Okay. I mean, I'm not really attached to it, but it was interesting enough that I'll continue. Yeah, it was reading.
0: a lot of fun. Okay, that takes on to Joker number 8 by James Tynion 4th and Guillaume March.
2: I feel like we're going to have the uh, next issue next week because we've been sitting on this for a couple weeks. It, it feels like it, but um,
1: this is an uh, interesting issue. I don't know. Um, so following Lady Bane and Lady Halloween, I think is what they call her, right? Something um, like that. Ro- something like that. Just
2: royally maims her. Seriously. Like
0: How her did her she survive off?
1: that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can survive... Uh, Exposure with blood loss like that for a while because of the shock and the adrenaline, but typically the adrenaline helps the blood flow So you bleed out a lot faster You're also dealing with an excruciating amount of pain so you could die from the shock of that as well so, I mean, it's a miracle that she would survive it in the, in the slightest, but yeah um, The so thing that I got to appreciate Bane's about issue. this is Lady Bane Yeah, the origin of her and her motivations and her questioning her own origins and why she comes to be who she is and she seeks out gordon specifically because she wants to change her motivation she wants his passion the reason a real justified reason to actually go after the joker because she really doesn't have anything and that's an interesting
2: that will be put into her
3: Mm
1: -hmm. i didn't necessarily like that she apparently is something like of a test tube baby that was rapidly aged I don't have an issue with test tube babies I have an issue with the rapidly aged uh, factor of things I think that Mm -hmm. that's kind
2: of lazy but yeah um, I mean you just can paint it as just being like a clone of Bane
1: I mean I don't understand why they couldn't have just had her be just a regular woman who was you know exposed brainwashed yeah
0: I mean it's Tynan had to create a new character.
1: I think so. Um,
0: he has keep up keep up that directive.
1: Not my favorite issue so f- of the series so far, but it definitely was very good. Um, yeah I will say that this is another example of tiny and really doing a really good jo- an excellent job if you will uh, with telling uh, having a person tell their story. And having you remain engaged with who these people and who these characters are. He never does a bad job with a character at all. And, and you have to appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I'm still disappointed he's hopping off this. I'm also disappointed he's hopping off of Batman. I get why. I support it. Because he's
0: earning like $15,000 a month at Substack plus a hundred grand signing bonus. yeah really Yaki
1: <laughs> you really can't um, the back still... matter for this too was actually pretty good
2: yeah it's alright not a fan yeah I I just haven't really been getting into it I read it it's alright whatever
1: <sighs> I'm inclined I really enjoy Bluebird <clears throat> I think that she's a fun character so seeing her and uh, Orca I really enjoyed that um,
2: yeah Uh. yeah so um, I still don't really understand the the point that Lady Bane is trying to make. Like, Let me kill him for you. Give me the reason. Like, if Joker were here, then my programming would take over and I would do the job of killing him. So give me a reason to do that.
1: So but she doesn't need a reason
2: because the... she's going to do it if he was there.
1: She's saying that she wants because she's such an empty husk of a person that isn't a person she has come to the recognition that the just... organization that she is working for is is the the determining factor in her life and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be ruled by
2: anybody yeah so she's kind of like asking make me him. want to fulfill the role that they've already programmed me to do
1: It's more of, I already know what my destiny is going to be, but I want it to be something that is not these guys. I want to do something, and I can't create something on my own, but I still feel that hatred. Give me something that I can work with so I can at least feel like a human is what this is.
3: Mm.
1: You know? Yeah. It's, It's following the programming, but through a different outlet, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I don't have anything else really to add to this necessarily. I think that the conversation was fun though. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would, this is I, a, this is a comic that I personally would yeah. rate higher.
0: I've yeah. kind of been falling just, out of love with it as it's gone on.
1: Yeah. But just once when again, we started it's... it,
0: I said, yeah, when we started, it, I said that this might be the best Batman series we've ever had in main continuity. And that was like the first two or three issues. And I still agree they start, if I start off strong and then I feel it's just sort of been going down and down as it's gone on. still very good, but knowing Tynan's going to be jumping off soon and knowing there's not really going to be some big sort of finish is kind of just.
2: I'm waiting for things to come together because we've gone and seen a few other things. You know, we've seen the, uh, the women bat people we've seen. uh, What was that? issue seven we saw uh, Alfred's uh, granddaughter what's her name yeah
0: <laughs> Julia had his yeah. daughter
2: oh his daughter okay uh, but I'm waiting for all these pieces to kind of come together and once again it's you know it's a Jim Gordon comic and not a joker comic like he's pictured in here but he's not actually present mm-hmm I'm just going to always harp on that. Yeah. I think
1: it's more, I get that. I get that. It's supposed to be like the Joker looms in the background and he's ever present. And I kind of get that, but I agree with you that it is a little bit strange, but Oh, well, I mean, I would give this an eight.
2: Yeah. I just kind of thought that maybe with part of this series, we would see, you know, kind of follow Joker around and see how he operates a bit more. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eight, about
0: I, I feel like the book would have been better if it was a bit smaller focus and didn't have the Lady Bane subplot.
2: Or the same I just feel
0: it could have been. Yeah, just a bit more focused.
2: Yeah, we. And they burnt one issue for what felt like, you know, an annual issue.
0: Yeah. Like issue 7.
2: Hmm. Well, I, I meant the, uh, the issue where it was like.
0: Yeah, I the Francesca Villa one.
2: No, the, the one where it was kind of the origin story of uh Jim Gordon just guarding the Joker's cell.
0: Yeah. That was the one with artwork by Francesca Villa.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And yeah, and then that series, that story is being followed up in the annual, which is weird.
1: Yeah. Mm. Very strange. What did you guys want to rate it?
2: Oh, I thought we just did that. You said eight. Nice. I, yeah, eight sounds about right.
0: I'll give it a 7.5. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Um... Strange Adventures number 12 by Tom King, Mitch Gerrits, and Doc Shaner. Uh This is the yeah. conclusion to the entire series. And once again, Sean is correct in the predictions of how Tom King will do his story.
2: <laughs> sorry by sneezing. Ha- What happens in the Please. end? Can you
0: Everyone repeat dies. your last point? You said I was right, and then I didn't hear what I was right about.
1: I said you were right about how Tom King was going to structure the story from the beginning.
0: Yeah. And then you celebrate by sneezing. See? Um, I'm, I'm not just a pretty face. I know things.
1: I mean, are you a pretty face? I mean, you're no. my pretty
0: face. You're my pretty little boy.
1: I love you, baby. I'm going uh, to Josh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Josh, have you read this at all?
2: No. I, we know I he's didn't not. Get it we know he hasn't. At the time that you guys were picking up, and I just I couldn't be bothered to catch up.
1: Okay. Um, well, I. I will know you guys have try. talked
2: about it so much, and I remember the twist in issue 10 or 11. It's been a while, hasn't it?
3: Oh.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it been took minute, like yeah. two months for this to come out.
1: Well, I mean, okay, if that's the case, then, I mean, Sean, uh, did you expect the results of issue 11 to be, like, so permanent? Because I did not.
0: Um, I expected, I didn't expect it to sort of jump forward a couple of days straight mm-hmm. after I expected, like, immediate aftermath of that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I kind of guessed it would go somewhere like that.
1: Well, I mean, I, I guess I just, it's an interesting result here because it seems to imply that there are no heroes and only people who can try their hardest to be the good guys. And that war not only makes the worst of us, but also it can ultimately, in a lot of ways, be inevitable and something that we can't really can control and when we try to control it things fall apart um yeah i think that this is interesting to see because this is such a massive permanent implication of what will happen with uh adam
0: strange well no it's out of continuity is it i th- it's kind of like a little gray area all right like most of his things seem to be like we've had mr miracle show back up in the main series Main continuity. Yeah. Despite still dying. Yeah, I think it's. It's a grey area. Yeah. But yeah, I did really like this series. I think it stuck the landing good. a lot better than Rorschach. This was definitely a lot more in the vein of Mr. Miracle.
2: So it ends better than Rorschach?
0: Yeah, I wasn't a fan of how Rorschach ended. Well, I I, I know some that, people were, but just my personal preference.
1: No, I know. I, I think that they both are structured very similarly. I think it's just that um, one really just very solidifies that the, uh, the, the ending of the mystery uh, by issue 11 and the other does the same thing. But with issue 12, there's such a conclusion that it feels like there's like almost a continuation of the story. Whereas with Rorschach, it feels like not Not necessarily open-ended. It's it's more of just like you want that satisfaction of an ending to a degree and you're not really going to get it. And in a way, that's really good. Mm. But I think that because of the nature of the crime mystery element of it, I think that it kind of muddled the ending just a smidge. I still thought it was great. I still loved it. I just recognise that there is that small issue, you know. But that's
0: just me.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. I shouldn't think what to say. I liked how I liked the final doc shana pages. They pulled at my heartstring a lot. Absolutely of where she's writing his book and we kind of know where the story goes. It's a very bittersweet moment.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't have anything else to uh, say.
1: Why don't we rate the whole series for you? What do you think?
0: Whole series, I'll give a nine.
1: I'm going to say... nine point two
0: five that's fair i think the only thing i would change slightly is the doc shane stuff i would have it i don't really know what my complaint is it just didn't feel thematically linked to the issues sometimes Mm. it kind of did that thing that (sighs) let me try and think of a example Uh, I don't know, like Lost, where you'd have the flashback to the character's past, and it would kind of tie into what was going on in the present day stuff there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas I feel like here it was a bit too loose sometimes with what was showing in the past. That's fair. It kind of did more of a "Here's a fun Silver Age adventure," mm-hmm. showing how he like what he was like, and then it's cutting back to modern day.
1: I mean, yeah, but I feel like it's more of that in-between stage of the Silver Age and modern, you know? Yeah. And and I think that that's the overall feeling that we should uh, understand here is, you know, just because there's a glorification of the Silver Age doesn't necessarily mean that it's glorious, you know? Yeah. So I think that that was the entire point there. But, that yeah, does make
0: that does actually make it yeah
1: you see what i'm saying that's the way like i the transition really sort of,
0: yeah yeah so
1: all right well we can move on to superman and the authority number four
0: what the fuck was this
1: no fucking idea makes no sense no so confused what was the point of this entire thing uh, I thought that this was so far out of continuity, and now they're just essentially, they're, they're, they're leading into 1036 of uh, Action it, Comics.
0: It is in continuity, but it's not.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't understand, because how far into the future is this supposed to be, where Superman has been doing this ever, and now he's like Grey Daddy Superman, and I just don't know what to think.
0: I wish I didn't read this.
2: Oh, I feel so good for not reading it, because you guys were pushing me to.
0: It well, was very the first three good. Were still
1: really good. It still yeah. technically is very good, but it just feels like this was at The end big... just
0: makes Action Comics even more confusing. hmm Because this... Do you this... think they had
2: other aims at the start and then had to kind of...
0: This was a 5G slash Future States-ish uh, yeah. series that was sort of cancelled and reworked.
2: Yeah, but like somewhere along the way, it's like, okay, you guys have two issues done, but you need to work this into what's going on in action
0: comics. Yeah. Cause it just kind of ended with them going off to fight Mongol like they are in the main series. Yeah. But there was a lot more like background to it in this, mm-hmm. which just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And it set up a load of like other plot lines and referenced them as if we should be following, as if we should know what they are. It was like, Oh, after what Kara said about what's wrong with kryptonite, it's like, but where's our plot line come from? No idea. Yeah, very, very strange. Technically well written, it just doesn't fit in anywhere.
1: I mean, it really shows the very strange nature of Grant Morrison's, you know, mental state to an extent, because, I mean, we all knew that they were very, like, weird and out there anyways, but this is very yeah confusing, really. But it was kind
0: of repurposed from something else, so in that regard, I kind of cut them some slack yes but it's know. still just a mess
1: as a whole series i'm gonna give it a seven just because i like those th- first three issues so much
0: i think that's fair you know yeah i don't know i would probably give it the same overall. it's a shame because like issue one was fucking amazing
1: i know And also the attention to the team train changed so much here, and it just yeah, it seemed it seemed like a hard left, and I just don't get it. I don't know. Hmm. Wasn't very happy with it. I'm I'm disappointed, but I mean, we'll see how this plays out. I suppose. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, shall we talk about what's coming out next week? Uh, I think we'll do yeah. three
0: weeks first. Oh yeah, pick a week. Sure. We'll pick up the last three weeks. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm probably going to go with Night of the Ghoul.
0: That's my number 2, I think. Or can I can I pick two? Sure. I'm going to go Night of the Ghoul and Catwoman Lonely City. Okay.
2: How long how many mm. issues is Catwoman Lonely City going to be?
0: I think 3.
1: Correct because okay. they're oversized. Yeah. All right. I'll have to go track that down. Um I think I, I mean, I really enjoyed Catwoman. As much as I enjoyed the Strange Adventures series, I think I am going to go with Catwoman at this point.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. Um, well, because we reviewed that as like a whole series kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Definitely if you're listening go read that series but absolutely as, as for new stuff i could recommend every those two series
1: absolutely um should we do shout outs
0: um i've forgotten what i've read the last couple of weeks it's been so yeah. much
1: all right no worries i'm just gonna do a quick thing about immortal hulk number 50 then
0: oh, yeah, yeah go for it
2: go for that
1: So uh, Immortal Hulk 50 finally came out and we got the conclusion to the epic that has been Al Ewing's uh, Hulk run.
0: Was there any anti-Semitic imagery in this one?
1: Uh, Thankfully, no. Although I will say that there was a crazy amount of religious symbolism and text uh, times 10 compared to the usual because throughout the entire series, there's been quotes from the Bible and quotes from biblical figures um, and this indication, this implication that the one down below and the devil Hulk and all of these really, really religious uh, iconography, all of these religious symbols seem to be tied together in, to some way. Uh, when we finally get to hell and get to actually see the one below all it is uh, revealed to be the one above all and this is interesting because it's a really strange implication here and it's very clear that Al Ewing has made a parallel to suggest and imply that just because you are the destroyer does not mean that you are only the destroyer you're also the maker and when you look at the earlier part of this series, having the Hulk say, we're going to destroy all of humanity, it's almost implying that he's going to be the savior of humanity in doing so. And having this idea, this question of if God and the devil are the same person, or if the devil is simply the mask that God wears when he does horrible things, then what is the Hulk? How many masks are there to be worn and what are their roles to be played? Because these hands can destroy, but they can also build. And that is what is directly said. So going from there, um, they get out of hell, Bruce Banner comes back and he's all healthy and happy and good. I kind of felt like it was uh rushed a little bit. It kind of felt like they could have taken a little bit more time to develop that. It was an oversized issue. I don't know. It felt more of like a fizzle rather than a bang. And I kind of wanted more of a bang for a Hulk book. I loved the thoughts that I had You wanted Hulk to bang you. Exactly. I just, I felt like it could have been more, more of like an oomph. And I kind of wanted to feel a little bit more because there's been so many times that I've read this series and been overwhelmed with emotion. And this was not, unfortunately, one of those points. But I enjoyed the thoughts that uh, it gave me. It gave me a lot of uh, moments to go, hmm, I want to think about this for, for a little while. And uh, that's all I
2: have to say. So does this lead directly into the New Hulk series?
1: The preview issue of Free Comic Book Day that leads into Donny Kate's run uh, implies, or seems to imply, that they are not directly connecting to each other. Um, but it does seem to imply the devil hulk the awareness hulk uh who can have like full conversations not child hulk who like says his says hulk in the third person Mm -hmm. okay yeah that's all i really know about that point but
2: yeah all right let's cover what's coming next week
0: so we've got crossover number nine which you guys got this week
2: got it Uh got it got it don't got it
0: uh, we've got Primordial number two. Which one have you got this week? Uh, Dark Knights of Steel number one by Tom Taylor. His new DC Elseworld. Ooh. And yeah. um, we have the Return of Silver Coin of number six by Josh Williamson. Mhm. And mm-hmm. um, we have the new Tom King series, Human Target, starting.
2: Hmm. How many um, are we actually going to the... come out? Like the Image Ooh. comic ones? Are these set for this week?
0: I believe so, I hope so, because I'm very excited for New Burn number one, yeah, by Chip Zdarsky. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, And we have Batman Superman, the authority special number one, which will probably just make the whole authority stuff even more confusing than it already is.
1: Probably. Probably. Good night. You muted yourself, man. Yeah. Mark the time. Yeah. welcome back
0: you could have kept talking without me
1: you were
2: doing next week's books
0: that was all sort of big ones there's only sort of a few smaller ones left
2: yeah well it looks like we should be getting firepower and radiant black if those haven't been pushed
1: um you know what we didn't talk about oblivion song and i did you read that this week I,
2: i did i yeah
1: I don't know, man. I feel like Kirkman's kind of starting to lose me
2: a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's the third to last issue, so you know, just gonna go for the rest of the ride and see what happens.
1: I'm gonna continue with Oblivion Song. It's just I'm kind of feeling a little burnt out with uh, Firepower as well, and I'm just wondering.
0: Yeah. yeah firepower. They, they have a bit easier than uh,
2: the Walking Dead folks had it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the folks in Oblivion Song, like they're facing trials and whatnot but sometimes it's like they're on easy street
1: yeah a little bit i had this exact conversation with uh, one of my local comic shop owners about how they seem to be able to have that like ease of conversation and everything it's just kind of funny yeah. but um that is um, next one so one is one more else. book
0: i want to mention is the rush number one by size Spurrier. Who's oh, got okay. a lot of acclaim for some of his creator and stuff and his Hellblazer run. So the Russian number one is coming from Vault Comics and it's a Western, a supernatural Western.
1: A weird Western. Nice.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be reading this if you guys want to as well. Up to you.
1: I'll check if it I out. See it. Uh, oh. Who's publishing it?
0: Vault. Vault mm.
1: Comics. You got it. All right. Cool. Anything else you want to say, guys?
2: No. Let's get out of here.
1: Cool. Well, this has been the Cult of Comics podcast. Uh, It is our special Halloween episode where we got to talk about all kinds of good stuff this week. Um, For Halloween, if you are going to read a horror comic, I'm definitely going to recommend Night of the Ghoul right now. Perfect comic to read today. Um, You can check us out on all of the digital platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash comics. You can check us out on all of these locations thanks to anchor.fm. And if you like what you see or if you're tuning in with us for the first time and you want to check us out in the future to support us, all you got to do is give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow. But most importantly, you can give us a dollar and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash You can also go to the anchor.fm slash RSS feed uh, to find our monthly contribution center there as well. And every time that you donate a dollar with us, you're going to make things a little bit easier for us to live out there in late stage capitalism. Thank you very much. Uh, you can check me out on TikTok at Tyler Brown is here where I occasionally make videos about stuffs uh, and you can find these two. You typically lurking in the background of a Reddit forum somewhere.
2: Yeah. Mostly the image comic subreddit. Maybe the DC. I always hear Josh
0: out in the wild on the image subreddit. Yeah. I see you I'm too, like, hey, man. I know that guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey.
1: I think I replied
0: uh, to one of your posts or one of your comments once without realizing it was you.
2: Yeah.
1: you know we all we all met because of an image reddit post that's the funny
0: thing
2: yeah i yeah i think uh i think he posted to a couple different places
0: i think i was probably the dc one
2: yeah
1: okay fair enough yeah thank you for checking us out if you've never been on the show before thank you for checking us out for the very first time all hail stay safe wear a mask get vaccinated be smart and uh go have fun tonight it's halloween fuck it Bye bye bye